PFT Media. This one needs a little bit of explanation. It's episode 207. It's with my friend John Washburn. It's a good one. John has been in town as long as I've been in town. I know he went to high school here. And he's a cool guy. He owns a number of great businesses you should check out. Uh, Washburn Imports down on Antique Row. It's been down there in one form or another for, as, I think, as long as I've been in town, or a good chunk of my time in Orlando. He owns a bar in Sanford called The Sullivan. Go check that out. It's a kind of an Irish thing. Uh, I know you can get a proper pint of Guinness there. He owns the Imperial Washburn Imports, which is in the Washburn Imports furniture building on Antique Row. And he owns the Imperial in downtown Winter Park. I think it's off Morse, quaint little cool place. Every one of those places is unique and interesting and a great place to hang out or a great place to buy furniture. And if you go, uh, and you should mention you heard about them on Scotch A Good Conversation, that would be cool, right? It would help me out a little bit, help John out. Go, check these places out. Anyway, at one point in uh, 2004 to 2005, maybe 2006, I worked for Washburn Imports. And I loved it. I really enjoyed working there. And eventually I got fired. Uh, that being said, I wasn't going to bring that up during the interview. You know, I, I, I like John Washburn. I like all the things he does. And that's the reason I figured I'd have him in. He, he does something wonderful for Orlando. Uh, for Orlando. It, he is uniquely Orlando. So I figured I'd have him in and he actually brought it up. So the beginning of this, it feels a little weird to me. And I don't know, I don't know if it's just me. Listen and let me know what you think. Uh, the beginning of it, like when I was, it didn't feel weird when I was recording it, but when I listened back, I was like, I'm kind of off my game. I mean, my game's always kind of weird. If you listen, I mean, this is always sort of a, a unique kind of interesting hot mess, I think. But I, I, I sound a little kind of off my game a little. And when Washburn brought up uh, the fact that I was let go from his store, I think things settled down a little bit and things, I, I kind of got back in my groove. I don't know. Let me know what you think. Uh, that being said, uh, uh, also coming out of the first commercial break, when we came back in, I forgot to hit record. So there was about 40 minutes worth of really good conversation that got missed and John got ripped off. Uh, he was kind enough to hang out and do another about a half an hour or so. But he, you can tell that I was trying real hard to get him out the door like because I knew he needed to be someplace and he was cool enough to hang out. So the second part coming out of, out of uh, when music comes back in, uh, feels a little rushed. It's not my best work. John's great, though. Check out his stuff. Also, there's a spot where the commercials don't sound like should be, but, you know, uh, they can't all be winners. But check out all of Washburn's stuff. Check out his band. Uh, check out the Sullivan Check out uh, the Imperial, both the locations in the Imperial, and uh, support local businesses, okay? You guys, uh, thank you very much for being part of my life. I love you. Peace. Bye-bye.
John Washburn. Uh, very early on when I made a list of people I wanted to get on the podcast, uh, you were on that list. You are a man about town. You said you've listened to the podcast. So these are three things I know about you. You own a furniture store that is now a furniture store and a bar. And then you own a bunch of bars. Tell the kids about that because you, you've, you've created quite a kingdom. Well, I know that you like bars. <laughs> Do I? So, <laughs> Set the guy with two beers next to him at two so. o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we started doing this import furniture thing back in 1996, 97. And we hit... Uh, we hit the recession in 2007 and it just knocked us for a loop. And we, at that time we had our location in Orlando and then we had our place in Sanford and we needed to figure out, we needed to figure out a way to get more business in because people stopped buying houses. So they stopped buying furniture. Yep. And I used to be in the bar business. I used to run the old uh, Sapphire supper club for about a year and, and Dexter's too um, for a time. And I thought I'm going to put a bar Right in the middle of the show. It's so fucking smart. Well, it, at, it, at the it, time, it was so fucking stupid. <laughs> I mean, I mean, my my awesome wife Suzanne was like, "What? You like drinking too much? You <laughs> bitch!" <laughs> not not that your wife sounds like that, but that that was impersonation yeah. of my wife, yeah. if by chance. Well, she actually did. She she's like, "I can't go back. I can't go to that lifestyle where you're getting home at three and I'm like, I'm like, wait, 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 wait. I'm not gonna, I'm not bartending. No. I said, "We'll just yeah. we'll own the bars and and." uh and of course, everybody thought I was crazy, and uh, the our shared nemesis uh, was not uh, very happy. His uh, initials are CP. Chris, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that, that, that's uh, uh, that guy. Yeah, um, I, I'm joking, but uh, he they thought it was a crazy idea. Everyone thought it was a really ridiculous, stupid idea. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, well, then, well, I'm going to do it now. I'm going to do it. Good. You yeah, because said, you pissed you said me off. I can't do it. I'm, I'm going yeah, to prove all of you yeah. wrong if it costs me a bazillion dollars yeah, to do care. that. I'm yeah. going to go bankrupt. I'm going to be in the street. Yeah. Smart. I love your business no. ideas. <laughs> no, but I mean, we, so we did it. But it was always a thing like, you know, people were like, oh, I love this this Asian, uh, you know, import furniture store. I love what uh, I want to hang out in here. How do I hang out in this environment? I'm like, okay, you know, well, well you can now. You just got to, the, the price of admission is uh, a beer. Yep. Yeah, it's so smart. I mean, you you sell this beautiful. I mean, tell tell everybody about Washburn Imports because it, it's it, it's I've bought furniture there. It, it's it's this amazing. Most of the pieces are one of a kind things that no one else in the world is going to have. We go into India, different areas in India. We go into different islands in Indonesia, like uh, Bali and Java. We go to northern Thailand. We get some things out of Burma, some Vietnamese, even some Chinese. We're not doing so much Chinese now, but we go, we do make a little bit, but a lot of it is just sourcing and finding old vintage and antique pieces, you know, architectural pieces, uh, you know, old doors and old uh, ceiling panels and things like that and, and vintage cabinets and stuff. And we just, we don't make them look clean. I mean, we just, we just, just clean them up and then we wax them and that's it. It's just this wonderful thing. And it's just a it really a, a good representation of these countries that we go to. So we have, I mean, ironically, we get a lot of uh, uh, first generation or second generation um, Indian Americans that come in here. And they've maybe been back to uh, India once or twice in their life, but they, they still have a very strong connection with India. And, you know, and they, they want to have a little bit of the history. So they'll come in and they'll buy several pieces from us because they want a piece of that, uh, of their heritage in their home. They can get it and it's it's really cool. It's such beautiful stuff, and it's one of those things where if you need like a just an interesting statement piece, 
in your home. And a lot of it, it's just these, these beautiful colors and ornate carvings. And so you, you took this really cool place and you went, well, we're open from like nine to six. How can I make money from seven to two? And you, you put a bar there. It's so smart. What are you going to do between two? And you got to figure something else to make that other thing. Yeah. I'm yeah, going to, I'm going to have like uh, people in the back sewing uh, fabrics and you ever, you ever seen Night Shift with Henry Winkler? Yeah, well, maybe I can have you, a you morgue. I have a morgue in the back. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's it. Maybe don't do that. I think I think it was more of a morgue, more of a prostitution ring. I, I think morgue prostitution. Yeah, yeah. yeah I uh, uh, it, it's really really. Oh, oh, we're open as a furniture store from. T- yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you, you you've got that, and then you've got a couple other bars. Uh, what do you got? The Sullivan, right? Yeah, we. Um, I don't think I've ever been that one. Yeah, it's it's wonderful. It's in downtown Sanford on okay. First Street, and uh, it, we own the building there. And so we we had the the Washburn Imports and we had the Imperial, but you know Sanford and Seminole County is not a huge, especially that area is not a big uh, fan of you know exotic Asian furniture. So, no, so we ha- I know it's shocking. <laughs> Somebody in Central Florida doesn't understand. <laughs> They're fine people. I'm not shitting on Sanford. It's a tip down there. No, it, I, I, they, I, Sanford's blowing up, and uh, you you were aware of how cool Sanford is long before most of us. Well, we we saw the potential, and because we we were fans of, of the German place, the the Willow Tree. Oh and, yeah, that place and, rules. And we Get a like, beer the size of your head there. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I always want things that big. Yes, I, especially when it comes to liquor. Yeah, when it's Yeah, exactly. Or uh, you know, a big. Big uh, bratwurst or a, a, a pretzel the size of your body. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I mean, so we saw that they were doing really well, and and we're like, well, yeah, they're able to get people from outside of Sanford. So you know, I don't know. Twelve years ago, we decided to buy a building. Well, of course, <laughs> I mean, it was fine, everything, and then the recession hit, and Sanford was decimated during the recession. But it's now really popped up. I mean, you have people coming in from all over the place. You have the Tuffy's Bar, yeah, you've yeah, got yeah. West End Trading, which yep. is killer. Paul Williams. Got a couple uh, breweries down couple there. Breweries actually, there's more. There's actually four. Oh my four, goodness! And, I know there's. Uh, I think I've been to What's Hops. I think, and then there's one across the street. Yeah, Sanford Brewery. And there's, yeah, yeah. And uh, there's a few other ones. And there's a distillery and another distillery opening. And just a bunch of. Got activity. a really cool record store. Is that record store still there? Uh, Rabbit something. Rabbit. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Where I haven't they heard are. anything about them for a little while. They're they a moved, coffee shop, record store. They moved out of their location. Oh, and, and the guys sad. from uh, West End took over. Oh no. Yeah, I, I bought a first edition pressing of The Harder They Come on vinyl there. That's a nice one. Yeah, he, he, he was an interesting dude. He just loved vinyl. Yeah, I bought a original uh, Leonard Skinner Street Survivors uh-huh. with the flame in the background. Oh, that's uh, interesting. That was released, and then right after that, they all died in a fiery you know, plane crash. So. Oops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, thanks for bringing that down, Washburn. Thanks for bringing the mood down. Um, tell, uh, remind the kids where each of your bars are, and I'll put links in the show notes. Okay, okay. We, our original one is um, uh, at 1800 North Orange Avenue, which is in the Ivanhoe Village area near uh, on Orange Avenue, about a mile north of, of uh, downtown Orlando. And that's inside of our Washburn Imports building. And our second one is at 116 East 1st Street in downtown Sanford. And the next door is the Sullivan um, Irish Bar, which is kind of close to my heart with my father who just passed away. That's I'm a, sorry a, about that. In, in honor of him. So that's yeah. good. That's I, nice. I, I liked your father. I don't think he liked me very much. He was an ordinary guy, but I, he was old school. He was great. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he had time for guys with PhD years. I, I really, <laughs> really liked your dad. I know sometimes it didn't seem like I did, but I, re- I, I like how... 
he was not about to take any shit from anybody. Black and white, no bullshit. Yeah, he. This is this is how it needs to be done. It, it was. A, he was a glimpse into a, a previous generation. Yeah, you know, he's one of those. You know, once he's gone, they don't make him anymore. And you were tight with your dad too, right? I was tight, but was, as, as tight know, as you as can tight be, tight because, with a guy like that. You because know, you, no, you were also a bit of a rebellious teenager and a free thinker. And uh, I felt his wrath. Yeah. No, I can see where that would happen. Uh, <laughs> I felt his wrath. <laughs> but I really, I, I wanted to tell you that I really did like your dad. Well, thank you. Yeah, so, I. It, um, I, 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 and I know like what it's like to lose somebody who sometimes you bang heads with what you love and, and, uh, yeah. So you were saying, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no. I, so this, Sullivan. this is kind of an ode to him and we've always, you know, always like an Irish bar, you know, yeah. it's a, you know, there's, you know, it's a very small D democratic environment. You know, you just, everyone's welcome and come on in and, and it doesn't matter. You know, you, you got the bank president and you got the guy who's working on your car. You got the local poet and you got a guy who's a, you're the high power. Term. A proper pub. Yeah. It's a yeah. proper pub. And I was like that. I don't. I never liked the hierarchy kind of uh, uh, set up in some some places. So it was. Uh, you know, so I, I wanted to do that. And my father's uh, family lineage is the the O'Sullivan from the O'Sullivan clan. And it's pretty damn Irish. Yeah, yeah, you can't get much more. Yeah. So um, so there's that tie in. And I just, I mean, and thankfully he was able to go and and have a beer there. That's had, cool. He and I drank a Guinness there together. And yeah. So that was good. That's really so that cool. That was nice. So that's, I, that's the cheers to him. Hal Washburn. You, you've met my pop. I, I, I wish I could have, he could have seen this because I think he would have, he would have liked this kind of thing that happens. Yeah. I've got a chance to interview my mother on here, which was incredibly awkward. <laughs> I, I, and Dee Dee was, Dee Dee sat in. That was the first time she actually sat in on a, on an episode of Scotch and Good Conversation. Yeah. Uh, so it was Dee Dee and my mom. I mean, two people who have relationships with vaginas with. And sure. just, my mom, I like, came out of it. That's about the only yeah, that's, part. That's, part. The, only, that's, the, that's the only. I just right want to make that perfectly clear. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I mean, the, these two women know me better than 99% of the people on the planet know me. I don't know where we're going with that. Uh, no. did but, you, but, oh, did that, we, lo that location is yeah. 118. Okay. It's right next door. It's 118 yeah. um, East First Street. And then we have the a new um, Imperial that we just opened in uh in march which is at 170 east morse boulevard which is literally right off park avenue in downtown winter park yeah so i've been to that one that was that's 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 beautiful it's got all uh, you don't sell furniture out of there different. yeah we do yeah okay it, do. it's it, it feels like a kind of like a you're, you're popping into a, a different like a hip different country with great bar a uh, great beer and a dynamite wine list well, pe people are going, are saying to me, you know, they're like, well, thank you for, for opening up inside the Winter Park bubble. Yeah. Because at least Winter Park, you know, I mean, I have so many friends that grew up in Winter Park. They're like, you know, we love you, but, you know, going, driving four miles to Orlando, Lake Ivanhoe location is just a little outside our bubble. Well, your demographic probably isn't the people <laughs> who, who go downtown. No, it's not. And, and, yeah. and I've literally, I've had several people ask me, hey, look, are you seeing that you're cannibalizing your business? And I'm like, at zero. Yeah, I'm like not at all. I said it's a whole different crowd, and it's okay. I mean, and and I'm and I'm happy with it. But we, we set the place up differently. It's a small venue in Winter Park, and uh, and so it's more focused on the bar than it is the furniture. But yet we do sell furniture out of it. It's really cool. It, I, I'm I'm I I admire that's your right, you went yeah. your business sense. Like I I don't I you you're not playing by a conventional set of business rules. And you've had failures, and you. But most of the time, most of the time, you've had success. You you've managed to make a life out of out of traveling and drinking, which is two of my all time favorite things to do. It's shocking. <laughs> I mean, it's amazing. I, I, I was just telling somebody the other day. I said, "Do you know what my job is?" And they're like, uh, 
you're the husband of Susanna I'm like no that, it, yes that that's is that's my real job that's <laughs> the real job no, I, I said I, tr- I get to travel to exotic countries and shop or I get to travel to exotic places and eat and drink yeah yeah and it's all because of my business it, it's all I'm going there for business so that means everything is written off because I'm there literally scouting yeah I, 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 I was in Scandinavia I, I was I mean I, I'm sorry I was in um, Copenhagen yeah yeah and we were there, and that was a complete write-up because right. I was there literally, uh, you know, trying restaurants and, and trying uh, di- the different... I mean, I was doing a lot of, of research. I love on- a creative accountant. It's about finding something you love, and you, whether you you're make money on it or don't make money on it, 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 it your, your lifestyle's better. You're, you're, you're happy. You're like one of the happiest people I know. I very rarely have ever seen you in a bad mood. I'm, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're not. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not really in a bad. I, mean, I thought you were saying you're not because I was like, I you're faking it for me. No, I, no, I'm literally, really rarely in a bad mood. Yeah. Second thing I know about you is you can play the shit out of some drums. Yep, yep. Speaking of happy, I, I've always said you are the happiest drummer I've ever seen. You, you, you smile like a small schoolboy uh, seeing his first pair of boobies when you're behind. That's just the dumbest thing I ever said. When you're behind, behind a set of <laughs> but drums. But I understood that. Yeah. Yeah. You. You. You look really happy, like you're at home behind drums, and you play in a band. You've been like a dozen bands. Yeah, yeah. This, yeah, the band I've been kind of is my kind of fallback band that I've been in for years. It's just a kind of a fun Beatles band. Yeah, yeah. called the Redcoats, and we yeah. have fun. But you know, I've played in punk rock bands and pop bands and things like that over the years. But you know, for me, it's uh, I, I get so much joy from it. I don't, you know, I don't play golf. I don't yeah, do a lot of those things. And so this is kind of the, the thing that I that gives me a lot of joy. And, you know, it's one of the things I've always loved as a child playing. You know, I started playing when I was 12. So, I, you know, I'm still playing now. And it's just this wonder, I get it heart, you know, brings me back to my childhood. And, and there's so much joy. I get so much joy from it. And I'm, it's so passionate. And it, you're, I, you're I, also I a music guy. And, and I've seen you in uh, two different bands, I think. And one was more of a kind of a bluesy kind oh, of thing the chronics band the chronics band uh, uh and then the other one uh, it, it was the redcoats and i've seen you in both those and i'm not even like a bluesy guy but i, I love watching you guys when johnny was around yeah, johnny and, it was it was the r&b soul blues yeah i mean he, the, the, he just a great joe cocker-esque front man you know with with a hell of a set of pipes and a personality to match and and i i uh i i I enjoy watching you play drums. I enjoy watching drummers play because you guys think on a different level. Like, I, it, drummers are weird people. No yeah, offense. Yeah, no, they, they, they are. <laughs> to any we, of the drummers. We are. We are. Yeah, you, you, you live in a, in a world all on your own. But you were like original Orlando music scene back in the 80s. Well, I mean, it, it was interesting. I mean, I, I have a lot of older friends that are like, oh, well, you're the newcomer. I was back in the 70s. Uh-huh. And late, so I'm like, geez, you guys are old. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Skinner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, Molly Hatcher. Yeah. So, no, but it was it was crazy. I mean, we were, you know, this is the, you know, late 70s. Or, you know, I was, let's see, I graduated high school in 1983. So I started playing, you know, actually professionally when I was, 15, 16. I'd That's get, crazy. Yeah, we get some, because the drinking age was 18. Yeah, yeah. So you could get in, there was a bar on Park Avenue called Bowley's. It yeah. turned into decades. And the, the thing, a lot of people that, that grew up around here, they don't realize that are, that are a little younger, that back in the 80s, there was no music scene downtown Orlando. Nothing. That's insane. There, there, there was absolutely nothing. All, yeah. I mean, you went to Park Avenue in Winter Park, and it was some great, you know, decades, a little punk rock club or a reggae club or ska club. And there was another place, Park Avenue Pub, 
you know, uh, Punk Rock, the Bad Brains played at Park Avenue <laughs> Pub. Bad Brains played on Park, Park Avenue Pub <laughs> at, at his little narrow bar. I swear to God. Yeah. I mean, did, you, you did, you, did you see him? Uh, yeah. Oh my God. But I didn't know what yeah. the hell I was looking at. Yeah. I mean, that, well, that's is, hard to explain if you don't, if you're not familiar. That's, that's, a, that's, prob- a, that's a rough show. 84, 85. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be like that. But I mean, how, I mean, so it was just funny. And now, and now, Winter Park is, you know, returned to its kind of more conservative. A little thing. bit of Winter Parky thing happening down there. Yeah, but it was pretty cool to, to be part of that little scene. There was some great music coming out of there. I mean, I mean, you had a lot of bands from uh, Athens coming down. Yeah, and it was some great. It was a great scene, man. Um, the, the other thing I know about you, and we got a hurricane coming. You were in New Orleans the day Katrina hit, sitting at a bar. And I, I think I'm right on this, and didn't know it was coming. Am I am I right or wrong on this? Well, yeah, there's a little bit of truth, <laughs> but it, it, but it's almost it's maybe not as good as what you're saying. Or, yeah, yeah. or actually, it's better than what you're saying. Yeah, I, I know. It, it, I was there for my bachelor party, so there was alcohol involved. You're probably a little well. I, yeah, yeah. I, it was Sunday, so we don't drink on. So, no, I'm kidding. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, so it was the, like the last day we were going to spend another night there. Yeah. You know? And I had a whole crew and we were, you know, you know, drinking, you know, drinking it's drinking new Orleans till very like, till like yeah. all night. Yeah. You, in the morning you were drinking and we, you know, we kind of had a glimmer of an idea that a hurricane was kind of coming here. But they, they, at that point when we were last, we had paid attention, it wasn't really going to go hit new Orleans. Yeah. And of course that morning, I don't know, it was Saturday or that Sunday before it, it hit, all of a sudden, my wife's calling me. Get out! Get out of there! We're trying to get a, a fiance at that point. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Fiance. And she's like, you know, she said, she goes, "Honey, don't worry about it. I don't care how hungry you, you could be, hungover and sleep in bed for three days. Just get your ass oh. home." Oh, she I'm she like, didn't want you to die. I didn't want me to die. Yeah, she <laughs> That's me to sweet. Die. And they're like trying to find it, get a, a, someone to fly in, but of course you could. Yeah, there's no they, flights. They won't let anybody in. So. So, and I just kept, I just turned my phone off. I'm like, you know what? I, we're at the we we stayed at the Ritz Carlton. They're not going to kick me out of here. Let's get a case of booze and some food, and let's just let's just weather it out. Lead a pretty charmed life. Well, I think you would have been fine. Well, yeah. Unfortunately, they kicked everybody out of the. <laughs> you probably wouldn't have. You're still you're homeless. So, no, no, I would have been. But for so, somehow, somebody, uh, one of my buddies, came in, and they just said, "Hey, we got to go. We got you have to go. We are going. Yeah, we, bar- we we literally got the last flight out to Orlando." And we got back, but it was just like, I, but it, you know, if I had it been my doing, I would have said, no, we're just going to. Have you ever looked up what happened? Well, you, you wouldn't have been at the Ritz Carlton anyway. Did, all did, all did, the did. windows were shattered out. Oh my I God. Mean, it was so, flooded. I mean, yeah, it was yeah. terrible. I mean, of course it's, you know, 15 stories high, but I mean, all, I mean, they had to have a complete, you know, 10, $20 million, you know, redo. It's insane. Them. You make me giggle. I don't, I don't know why. <laughs> 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 I was close. I was very close. I, I don't know why. I I jokingly said, uh, you're me, but a little more successful. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, what I, is success? I, I don't know. Because you know, I think I'm successful. I mean, I, I, you um, are successful. I, 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 I said you leave a charmed life. I leave an incredibly charmed life. I, I really do. This is my job. We're drinking at... Yeah. Uh, two forty-one in the yeah. afternoon. And on you and a, I are a, chatting about music and, it, and fun and and over drinking. And 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 <laughs> someone pays me for this, which is yeah. which is insane to me. So and it's always been kind of like that for me, sort of. Like I've always kind of squeaked by, and I I hit my spots where like dumb shit happens. But I, I feel like that's you also. Like you're like, eh, I'll figure it out. I, Let's stay in New Orleans. <laughs> you know, it's, I'll figure it out. It's going to rain. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be okay. Yeah. Um, but, but the thing that I've always, that because I, I, I don't know if you've told your audience that you worked with us for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. 
We don't need to talk about it. But but I did enjoy what one of the things that that I always love and I always is that you always used to you always used to be amazed that you are able to anytime you want to go down to a store and buy really good beer. <laughs> you were so like like I can't believe this. I am allowed to do this. I'm allowed to go and buy great beer anytime I want. I'm like. Yeah, I know it's awesome. You 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 were so excited about it. I loved it. You're you're drinking a, a probably crummy Savion Blanc because it was in the refrigerator. And part of the reason that I I like a Savion Blanc <laughs> is because you had cases of it in the store. <laughs> and part I can't run out now. Yeah, part of the charm of Washburn Imports like was you'd you'd walk in and I'd go, would you like a glass of wine or beer or something? You know, and a lot of times people would go, are you going to drink? And I was like, okay. <laughs> All right. I don't know if you remember this. This happened at least twice while I was there. You would roll up in your Jeep <laughs> and run in like a bat out of hell and go, here's a six pack, drink it. And then you would peel out <laughs> and take off. I, do you remember this at all? Because I, I know this happened. This is not an exaggeration. It's a fleeting memory of that. Yeah, I, and I and I remember like going. I'm working for you. I'm trying to regulate. I really am. I'm trying my best. Nope, not. nope. Drink it up. Yeah, that that was back. I mean, I think that was probably the end of your party days. We were in our forties. Like, yeah, I. Uh, you know, actually, it's been quite a while now. It's been like what, fourteen years? Twelve? Four? Um, I, I honestly like I, I'd love to tell you I remember. But I don't remember. Uh, I don't remember. Like it's and and I'm not gonna lie to you. I was a little upset when you guys let me go. More than a little upset. I, but but yeah, it's CP. Oh yeah, that guy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll say I didn't like that guy, <laughs> and I don't think he liked me much. <laughs> um, but uh, um, yeah, I I think we we kind of bumped heads a little bit. <laughs> but that being said you're not uh, the only one we yeah. had all sorts of other challenges yeah <laughs> well but you did hire a good person to take his place yeah yeah i paul, I, paul jones is, I, is I, the best i i think you asked me about paul i did and you said is he because cool? you had worked together because no, we worked at storehouse, storehouse. on park avenue yeah, yeah. And, and i see he's absolutely cool and he's He's funny and smart and interesting. I've been dying to get him on the podcast because I I knew him before I knew you probably. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you couldn't ask for a better dude to to run the show over there when you're you know in Bali or something. You know Paul's going to take care of shit and make good decisions. Well, we you know we've uh, recently brought him on as a partner. In our good. Show. But he is such a, an interesting guy. And and I remember at first when you and I were discussing, you know, I was yeah. asking about. I was like, you know, the guy is very calm. He's kind of a. Uh, you know, not he wasn't an alpha male. It was more of a kind of a more of a low key kind of guy. And, and I was like, "Wow, well, that going to work as a sales guy? We need some kind of." So, and I and I realized you don't need to have a bunch of alpha or, or alpha male wannabes or alpha, yeah. alpha male wannabe people working there. You needed somebody. And he came in and he was so he is so so solid. He's and and, and he and he's so uh, uh, interesting and knows what he's doing. And he's like the opposite of me, which is perfect. <laughs> I mean, in, in a way that he's able to kind of, he, he know, we, we both compliment each other. So it's really been He doesn't nice waste thing. words. Doesn't waste words. No, he's, he, he he's doesn't say smart, a lot. And he, he's one of those guys who thinks about things before he says it, where I, I, me definitely, and I feel like sometimes you just Same. spit out the dumbest shit. I just shit spit that, it out. That, yeah. You know, and uh, I, I was really, really pleased when you brought him on. And I, I, I love me some Paul and his wife, Michalina. Like I, they... I, they're among my favorite people in the world. And I, awesome. I, I'm glad that he's a partner. 
Um, real quick, and the don't overthink these. And this might have changed since last time you listened to the podcast. Top three bands, singer, songwriters, and musical performers in your life right now. Go. The Beatles. Okay. The Who. Okay. You too. Oh, good. I didn't know if you'd say you too. <laughs> <laughs> We've seen but, you two together. Yes, we have. Yeah. Yes, uh, in Tampa. Yeah. But, yeah. but you know what? If you ask me that question again, I'll I'll have three different other ones. Wait, and but and that's that's and, what. And, it, and, and those are just more institutional ones that are just like they're there. That you know. But if you want to go deeper, there's you know you could go down to you know the Clash. Yeah, absolutely. Which is like I mean. Uh, I don't even know why I didn't say Clash number one, but that, that's know, that's why the Clash I, love those guys. That that's and and those guys wouldn't well not the Beatles, but like U two probably wouldn't be U two without the Clash. They would and and uh, and the Clash would not be what they are without the Who. I get emails. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I didn't even think about that one. Well, I mean, you, yeah. you know, Mick Jones from Clash was a huge Beatles fan. Yeah, yeah. Paul McCartney. He was. He was all about melody. Well, but I mean, when you break it down, yeah. those 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 kind of bands are just pop bands with just sped up a, a whole lot. I mean, the Ramones are just a pop band. It's just a fast fucking pop band. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, I get shit on a lot on emails, and I I I don't read them because. Fuck you if you email me about something I don't. It's my podcast. Start your own. <laughs> um, but I get I get shit about loving you too, and I stopped caring about you too a long time ago. Like I, I right around the time I think we went to see you too. Like in yeah, they were starting to fade a little bit. Yeah, you know, and I love them over, overall as a concept. Uh, I, I, have they aged well? Probably not. You know, but. I, I love the fact that you love them as much as I do. Well, I mean, the, the thing with you two, I mean, I love them forever. And I always will love them. But, you know, you have to develop, you know, you have to kind of, you know, develop more. And, and I think it's hard for them to be anti-establishment when they're the largest band in the world. Yeah. I mean, it's hard for them to, you know, uh, you know, and, you know, everywhere they turned, if they did this, then somebody was back. I mean, the people in Ireland are now kind of are sick of their sick of them. And so it's, it's a tough deal. Cause, but I, you know, I, I remember them so clearly from the, from when their late seventies, when they started yeah, yeah. or 80, 1980, I threw a brick, I threw a brick through a window. Oh my God. What a great album. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh my God. What's uh, it's cold outside. It gets so hot in here and the boys and girls collide to the music in my ears. It's about slam dancing. Yeah. Like it, it's, it's, that was back. The, the line that I like about them and it kind of sums up and I, I don't remember the name uh, of the song. I think it came off of one of their late 90s song is I don't believe in mansions, but you should see where I live. You know, and I think that sums it up. I, I, I think he's, he's conflicted, but you know, if, if you get paid a lot of money to do something you love, there's, I mean, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. He's the second most successful musician in the world behind McCartney. That's insane. Because, I, I, because he like got into, you know, all, all the, you know, Facebook and all these other, I didn't know that. Yeah. He, he, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, so, what? so he's living in this kind of, I mean, you know, and, and you know what, it's easy it's so easy to beat up a, a, a band like that because they're so big and there's a, you know, and I'm, and I, so I choose just not to, I yeah. don't want to beat them up because it's too easy, but, but it, they're also an easy target and they know it. You yeah. know, I, I recommend they just disappear for a while yeah, I mean, and they have a little bit, so what, disappear what, for a little bit. Shy of you two, what do you know about Adam Clayton? I know he, he married a model for a little yeah, while, model, yeah, but besides that, likes race cars. Yeah. I mean, but we don't like, you can stay out of the, the spotlight if, if, if you're a star, we don't know shit about Letterman and he's been on TV for, well, he was on TV forever. You know, Bono puts himself in front of people, but I think he also uses that as a platform to do good. He was on that South Africa that was awesome. he was on that Amnesty International thing for years before it ever became fashionable. Yeah. 
any any you did that clothing line red you know uh, oh yeah for, yeah yeah for I, racing, I do remember that for racing debt yeah to, yeah to the impoverished nation but which then is awesome. then they put their song on my, my on my iPhone and that, that was like I'm done stick a fork in me. that really pissed you off I, it, a little it, bit it, it, it didn't I mean it it it, it didn't piss me off too much it, you know they're like well we're we're letting everyone listen to our stuff but you're also forcing everybody to listen to yeah exactly <laughs> like I I don't at that point I had read them off a little bit. So I, uh, I was like, I don't need you to force your, your, your music into my world. And that's coming from like, I mean, there's, their albums are sitting right there, you know? Uh, well, they don't need to make money anymore. They already made their money. So then now it's just about, I, I guess they're to be innovative and, and the, the, you know, set new, you know, try to try new things. I get it. But I also think rock and roll should be a younger man's game. And, and I mean, uh, I, I, and this sounds crazy, but I don't, I don't do something different. You know, you guys, I know, uh, the edge has done some solo work. I think he did something with, with Sinead O'Connor on some soundtracks and shit like that. But I mean, you don't need to be a band anymore, but who am I, who do, what do I know? Like, I, I don't like, I, I, I don't, yeah, fuck it. They need to be in a band. They, they can do whatever they want. I'm backtracking. Uh, thing uh, thing number two, give me one thing that you, John Washburn, endorses. God. <laughs> it's, it's the new question. High West rye whiskey. Okay. Rye? Really? A rye? I don't, I, love, I don't, I, I don't, rye. yeah, I, I, I don't know much about rye. So early on in the podcast, someone gave me a bottle of rye and I don't, what, what's a rye? Describe a rye. It's it's a bourbon. It's a whiskey. Okay. It's just a, it's a little bit uh, more purified. It's a little hotter, a little uh -huh. higher alcohol content. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, whisk uh, a bourbon. So it's made in the United States. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, mm -hmm. but, but you know they, they make it elsewhere. But I mean, if, if you would ask me that, like a second later, there are, I, I would have said, there are how no, about Terry Binion? There how, are, about, the, how about Beth McKee? There are no wrong answers. How, how, it, yeah. it, this is always right now off the top of your head, <laughs> and. One more of these nonsense things, if I can open my iPad. What's one thing you can teach me today? The thing that I've been learning that you might, um, you might have already, you might have already learned it, mm -hmm. um, or you might not. I'm learning patience. I'm learning patience. I'm learning to not win, try to win every battle, especially with the people that are very close to me. And I'm just, I mean, and I can't tell you, you know, I'm in my fifties. So I'm just like, you know what I, I, do I need to, do I need to put my stake down on this little silly argument? Do I have to win it? It's not. Worth I, no, it. I don't need to win. Nope. Nope. I don't have to win it. And, uh, let's move on. And, it, uh, and when it, and it really fucking matters, then I'll, I'll stand up and say, no, that's not right. I'm going to open this beer and I'm hoping that it won't explode like the last one. Uh, you, uh, oh God. That's what? Oh, oh, did it? Oh, it did. Oh. Suck it, Peter. Suck it. God damn. <laughs> no one's ever said suck it, Peter. Suck it. Uh, in, the, in the history of Scotch. Quickly, suck it. <laughs> you were going to ask me a question. All right. Um, uh, these are not as clever as I'm sure all the, the youngsters will. All the kids. Um, yeah. If you could be any star from the new wave alternative punk era, who would it be and why? Hey, my first thought was Lamal from Kajagugu, but oh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It might have been somebody else. I don't know. You know, um, um, Brian Ferrer would be cool. I'm just kicking it around right now. I like, uh, that's a good one. Brian Ferrer would be cool. Very dapper. Uh, yeah, yes, yeah, those bespoke suits. cool. Yeah, But that cool means you'd be close to 80 now. Yeah, that, that's fine. But he probably looks cool. He probably looks like he's in his 60s. He, just, he was just touring. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, <laughs> I, I'm just I'm just free-flowing right now. Um, 
Uh, Bono, like I, I, I would, that would that would be cool. Being Bono would be cool. Annoying for everybody, <laughs> but I'm annoying. Uh, let's see. Um, see, I would have thought it. Well, good. Adam Ant. Adam Ant. Adam Ant. Have you seen Adam Ant? No sex, no drugs. What do you do? Yeah, I, I, uh, Adam Ant. Drink. I, I got to see him a couple years ago, and, and he was he 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 was just beautiful back in in the uh, the eighties. Yeah, well, he lost his hair, and um, and now, I wouldn't know anything about that. But. Yeah, <laughs> you and me both. He was beautiful. He had part of that new romantic yeah, thing. That? He dressed yeah. super cool. Very cool. Um, shaved side of his head. Like yeah, that. yeah. He dressed real cool, and then I got to see him probably seven or eight years ago, and he was just as good. You know, he had yeah. a bandana where his hair used to be, yeah, but sure. he still dresses the part. He he uh. And he apparently he lost his mind for a little bit in the '90s. That was kind of funny. Like he went into a pub and was screaming, "Like you know who I am," and had a gun in his hand. Oh, and they, and they kind of put him away for a little bit, and he came back out. And, Never and heard uh, that. I, I'm gonna like go, Boy George or something. I'm an, I, 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 I yeah, Boy George might be cool. He, I don't know. No, he, no, he, about he, how he lost his, his shit there for a little bit. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if it was a drug thing with Adam Ant. Like Boy George, he was just a junkie. Yeah, you know. Um, but I mean, he's got his shit together, doesn't he? Like, I, I think he's okay. I, no, no, no. Yeah, he's he's touring all the time now. Yeah. Um, apparently, is apparently when they play, they bring a whole horn system, uh, a horn. Have uh, you ever seen Culture Club? Uh, never seen him, but my brother just saw him in L.A. and he said they have three backup singers and a horn section. He goes, it's like the big soul review. He goes, it's unbelievable. Well, that's what Culture Club was. It was yeah, mostly but, just but soul and reggae. Yeah, but you didn't catch it on those record recordings. Were cool. Yeah, yeah. He goes, but you hear him live with the whole thing, and he goes, it's amazing. I know he was DJing for a little while too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I'm I'm gonna go like now or just at their heyday. Like, uh -huh. who who do I want to be? No, I, no, I'm thinking at their heyday. Okay. Uh, oh, oh, um, uh, not Simon LeBon. Who? Uh, Andy uh, Taylor. Andy Taylor. God damn, he, he was a beautiful player. son of a bitch. He was beautiful. Yeah, he. I, and I think apparently he, he's still beautiful. I think he's held up. Yeah. Um. Uh, I. I don't. I. Th <laughs> I think I like Adam and Adam Ant and Adam and the Ants more than I like Duran Duran. But they only had like two hits. Yeah. But, I, but, I, but it made an impact on you. Like, do I know about my life now? Like would I know Dee Dee? Would I like? No. Okay, then I'm I'm going Andy Taylor because it's just nothing but 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 cocaine, cocaine and, girls, and women and, and adulation and, and, and high fashion suits and, and cool apartments on, <laughs> like on on most continents. Like I no I I don't even particularly like Duran Duran, but it it seemed pretty wonderful. You ever did you ever listen to Frankie Goes to Hollywood? Sure, relax, man. I I, uh, I read a book from um, um uh, two tribes. Uh, two tribes, yeah. Uh, I, I, like that, I like that one better. Horrible cover of Born to Run. Uh, I oh. read a book from who was the lead singer? Frank, uh, obviously not Frankie. No, um, I read a book from him called uh, "There's a There's a sure. a Bone in My Flute," and apparently they they went through a whole 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 lot of partying and a whole like and I kind of respect them as a band because they they did that one big album and, it, and it's it's worth going back and listening to. Yeah. Uh, and I actually was, saw them live. Did you? Was it at, was it amazing? At the, at the High Life the height, on. Yeah. <laughs> at the height. I saw them there and they played Relax. And yeah, it was yeah. like a big dance party. Well, it was also the peak of that, um, you know, British, there was a gay community. Yeah, and yeah. It was all embracing that and the dance and da, 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 da. It was 80s and it was it was kind of right before the whole AIDS thing really kicked in. And well, so it, it was and kind I, of, it was, a, it, was, uh, it was pretty cool. I, I mean, think. I remember seeing it going, wow, this is amazing. I think, and I think a lot of the, like Americans didn't realize that a good chunk of these, I mean, God, I wish I could remember his name. And I did read his fucking book and I do like Frankie goes to Hollywood. Um, and I'll get it the minute we turn the mics off. Um, 
I don't, there were people who in high school who, you know, uh, boy, George, well, he's not gay. He was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just like Liberace was. <laughs> you know, and again, I, I didn't give a shit. Who I, cares? I, yeah. yeah I, I didn't really like culture club back then, but I knew when it played girls danced. So that I, I was in it. Like I'll, I'll, I'll dance the culture club, but I don't think we were aware of the, the things the rest of the world was that was just kind of a cool freak show to us as far as like new wave and punk and goes punk and goes oh, <laughs> that, that second beer just kicked in uh your first question i just gave it no I, your first i'm gonna ask you your first question oh. i'm gonna put this beer down this is the part where i start i didn't know you're supposed to give me i thought you already gave me three questions already. no no those, those that are getting to know john washburn now i'm gonna ask you some questions uh, do you think every person has a breaking point in which they will compromise their ethics and morals? I'd like to think no, but I think yes. Yeah. Yeah, which is a sad commentary. Well, but I, but I, I think like if if I mean so- if you want to go to a hyper extent, you know, some crazy thing, you know, you know, hey, look. Uh, would you compromise yourself or, or somebody will uh, kill somebody in your exactly. family? Exactly. Someone, I mean, so, yeah. so maybe not, maybe, you know, no, you wouldn't, you know, there's, you wouldn't do that. But I mean, I, I, I like to think that people would, you know, have a little bit more self. I mean, I think in general, I, I, I think people don't want to do that. I don't I, think you would be a human if, if you wouldn't, I mean, if you're talking about just, just morals and it gets down to the, the, the example you gave, are you human? If you go, okay, you know, I, I won't do this. And you're going to kill my, my wife or, yeah. you know, my son or something like that. Just, just on principle. Yeah. Uh, so you're, so you are sacrificing it, but you're doing it for a better. For yeah. The a, greater good uh, of, yeah. yeah. All right. Good. That's the right answer. Usually there's <laughs> or there are no wrong answers. Correct answer. <laughs> um, <laughs> question number two for you. If a previous owner of your home kept driving by week after week after week, would you be concerned? I would invite them in <laughs> for a beer. <laughs> <laughs> just but creepy just a slow drive through i'd probably approach them and and ask uh are you having is there seller's an, remorse is there, an issue yeah, is there something going on in here do, do you have like a bunch of drugs buried in a wall and you forgot to get them out and you want to get them out hey you can go on in and get it it's you've fun. lived in winter park like most of your life right i, I lived in san francisco for years is that in, wonderful you lived there in a good time too before it became like super clean and Amazing. I love San Francisco. <laughs> um, you know, I, I don't know if I would have the draw, same draw to go there. Um, if I was uh, in my twenties now, I, yeah. it's very, very expensive. And also there's a, you know, there's a lot of social issues there that are, they're having major problems with, you know, uh, public defecation and all sorts of crazy stuff. That's just kind of hard to put. Well, there's a huge it. homeless population. Huge there. homeless population. Massive. Yeah. Uh, in one of the wealthiest cities in the world. Yeah. So I mean, get your arms around that one. Yeah. That's a weird. But um yeah, I, I loved it. I was there. Um well my, my parents met and married in San Francisco. Oh. And my, my brother Howe went to Stanford University and uh, my you know, we we've been going there my whole life and I, I I finished college in San Francisco, University of San Francisco. So I, I lived there um for about almost four years and I still go back. I'm there back you know, once a year, maybe every other year and it's a, it's just such a beautiful place. I, 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 great music scene of the great culinary scene of United States cities. I've been to it. It's very high on my list. I like Portland a lot too. We were there. I want to say last year or the year before that. And yeah. 
I'd say about four years ago. Yeah, I, I dig Portland, but we were just talking. I really like Asheville. Like I, I Asheville. It, 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 but it's getting to the point where that's going to be like it's starting on, on par with like because Orlando is a little bit expensive to live in. Yeah. You know, we there's parts. I mean, if you want to live in a, a semi decent, like I, I'm lucky, I live in a semi decent section of town. But we bought at a really good time. Uh. Yeah, I, I like Asheville a lot. And my the, buddy has a, a cool bar there. What's the name of the bar? Shocking. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's called the Asheville Guitar Bar. I feel like I might have. It, it's right down in the River Arts District. I love uh, that out there. Right, right near right near the ledge. Wedge. Wedge Brewery. Wedge Brewery. It's yeah. literally uh, just like up the street, just like a half block. We uh we spent great a restaurant right in there too. Bull and Bear. Yeah, we Bull the, and Bear. They do a like a Burger Monday where it's it's yeah. like a burger for like ten bucks and it's like it, it's the greatest burger. Yeah, right. yeah, that that place and Wedge is a pretty solid brewery and kind of got a cool yeah. like a. Yeah. I, we you went sit th- outside and you play bocce ball or whatever. We went there like two or three times. We had an Airbnb near there. Beautiful. Uh, I, I dig me some Asheville. Uh, question number three for you. I've got I've got other questions. I know. I, I, not- I, I give the power and then I take them I take it away. <laughs> I give the power and I, I take it away. I, you're, I make you're, I, you're I, a benevolent dictator. Right? I, I I make you feel comfortable and I put you way out of your comfort zone. Uh, name uh, name three things: one of which you love, one of which you hate, and one of which you are indifferent to. I love my daughter. Oh, that's sweet. She's cute. I mean, I, I know that that's, that's uh, like I, I I knew you when you were uh, thinking about having a child. And yeah. now you you have someone who looks like you and seems to be a lot like you. Is she a lot like you? She's mischievous and kind of <laughs> clever. She's probably a bit more clever and intelligent than I am, which is uh, thank God. Uh-huh. But she's a she's a she's got a good. Well, spirit. Suzanne's not a slacker either. I mean, no. she you you married a wicked smart person. Yeah, yeah. We both did okay yeah, in yeah, our we, older we were, age. We were, we were. <laughs> What, what's what's the cliche? We married above our pay grade. I, I always say I you know I married way out of way my class. Way out of my yeah. class. Yeah, yeah I, I'm, I actually had a guy, uh, yeah. an English guy who who does some work with Suzanne. I kind of know. He literally told me seriously. He looked at me. He goes, "Dude, you you married way above your station. <laughs> above your station." Oh, that's really cool. That's very English. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And I, and I didn't know whether to go hell yeah, yeah or fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> You guys make a good team. Yeah. And we're very different, but yeah. but yet we have the same. Uh, she she brings me. She she moderates me and and kind of gets me gives me some grounding and and I give her uh, a creativity in the world. You know, I give her uh, you know a way you know way to express herself. So, so it's really a nice relationship. That's the way. A, that's the way a marriage should be too. Yeah. You know, I I I was thirty nine when I got married. I got ninety nine percent of my yayas out of my system. You know, and, and uh, I'm I, part of this podcast is is me going, man. I love my wife. Like yeah, I, I'm, yeah, I totally. fucking love. I I I lucked out, and totally. the fact that she's great. She's she's very cool. <laughs> she she digs you. Yeah, I, I don't. I, she, I, she doesn't just love you. She really thinks you're awesome. I, I think, which is a big deal. I know it's a I, big deal. She's the one that told me, you know, maybe you should try to be a, a professional podcaster. You're relatively good really? at it. So she was like, you know, you've got a couple sponsors. Why don't you try to get more sponsors? And I'm always looking for more sponsors if you're out there and you want a, a good way to advertise inexpensively. She talked to the guy who has the Imperial. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe we'll talk afterwards. Um, but she she was like, why don't you do this? You know, why don't why don't you just step up and do it? And I, it's it's been such a journey. It's It's like one of my favorite things to do. And it's because I got a cool girl. 
Um, uh, that was one of the love did a one year indifferent about. Did I say one I didn't like? No, uh, did you? You said one you love. No, uh, one one you hate and one you're indifferent about. I don't. And this is you know being political, but I don't like groups that are manipulating religions for violent means. Okay. Whether it's There's nothing wrong with that. Whether it's anything, what doesn't yeah. matter what religion. Just but but but. Uh, if your religion says that you should kill people, then I don't really agree with your religion. So I don't, I don't like that. Isn't that a good chunk of religions, though? Yes, your Christianity. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, no, the I, Renaissance. No, I know. I, <laughs> yeah. no, I, I'm not. It's not any particular yeah. religion. I mean, Are you a religious person? Not really. No, I, I didn't think so. I was raised in the the Episcopal Church, but I, I, I don't. I'm not practicing. Yeah. I just, uh, I mean, any kind of thing, you know, cults, you know. Any yeah. Kind of, you know, I just don't, you know. People manipulate it because because you know, people who follow the religion, it's a very, you know, they're devout. There, it's a faith. So when you get manipulated on your faith, it's uh, for for negative things. It scares me. I don't like it. Okay, one more. Uh, one something you're indifferent about this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you. <laughs> um, the kind of car I drive, the the watch I wear, the clothes you I got wear, a watch on. I don't wear a watch. Yeah. I mean, I'm in, I don't give a shit about that. I mean, oh. I, I mean, I, do I want to have, I mean, okay. Yeah. Give me some, okay, it's shoes. nice to have nice it's things, nice, but I, I don't, I'm indifferent about, I don't care. I mean, it, it, it doesn't, you know, the clothes don't make the man in my mind. Have I you mean, always been like that? I've always been that way. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, we grew up there. We didn't have a lot of money growing up, so we didn't, you know, I wasn't, you know, I didn't have all those kind of things. So, um, you know, I think now I, I can have certain things that I just don't give a shit about them. That's a, I, I'm ambivalent. I still like. I mean, look at us. You and I could we could have gotten everything we got out of a thrift shop, except on, for maybe these shoes, which I bought discounted. On a on a, <laughs> on a personal level, like right now, I'm not wearing something that I thrifted. Yeah. But this is a local band T-shirt. I bought, and I, I hate to say that I bought something from Target, but because they're a monster that that, that their clothing is made by slave labor. But uh, I bought this off the sales rack. These pants were $9, these shorts. I got them yesterday because I lost a little weight and all my shorts are literally falling off me. There you go. I, I'm the same way. I I recently, we went to the beach this weekend and spent some time with some friends in a like a beach house in New Smyrna. And on the way out, I was like, I, I don't know where my sunglasses are and they're prescription. And Didi's like, well, you know, we'll just get you a new one, a pair. And I was like, they're around. We just can't find them. You know, they'll find them after we leave. I just want to get in the car now before it gets too late. Sure. Anyway, long story short, she was like, well, why don't you just go buy a new pair of sunglasses? I was like, well, they aren't broken. <laughs> and I think they'll show up. You know, I wasn't snotty about it, but, but you know, we... I. I don't mean to brag, but I can afford a pair of Wavy Parker $99 sunglasses. Uh, yeah. I was like, like, give me a week. And if, if they don't show up, I'll just get a new pair of sunglasses. But I have a backup pair that, that like a, a a nail holds the hinge on that I, I can use. And I'm the same way. You know, I, I think I dress sort of cool for an old dude. And I it function is way above fashion. <laughs> yeah. My, my parents, although they're a little bit older than... I'm in my fifties, but my yeah, parents yeah. are in there. How old are you? What are you? Fifty-four. Fifty-four. Yeah, yeah. Fifty-four. And my mother just turned ninety, so they're. Oh, that's crazy. They had me when, How's she doing? They, they had me when I was thirty-five. Well, you know, she's ninety-year-old. Yeah, yeah. Ninety-year-old who just lost her. Yeah, you know, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I mean, it's, yeah. but she's doing all right. She, but, but I like your mom too. She's a sweetheart. Yeah, but, she seemed cool. But 
they are they were from the depression era yeah they grew up in the depression era so they remember being frugal and yeah. they grew up during world war ii so they remember being you know so the idea of spending lavishly on things is just ridiculous to them and so i kind of got a little of that i mean although i like going out for a nice dinner someplace or i don't mind flying someplace or, but, but but a little of that kind of stays with me i'm like i don't necessarily need all that it doesn't doesn't define me yeah, yeah. It, it, I think you're the it, same way i think it's you know we we eat at home 99 percent of the time but Life is also too short to go to McDonald's, you know, especially if you have the means. And if you don't have the means, you probably shouldn't be going to McDonald's Should anyway, because yeah. it really is garbage. Um, so bad for you. Uh, we, don't, we don't live above our means. We have a three-bedroom, one-bath house that we bought bank-owned. And we could afford to buy a, a bigger place and a better, but we like it here. This is, the, you know, it's mostly paid for. We drive two beat-up cars that are that are paid for. You know, we don't we don't overextend ourselves. We plan for vacations. It, it if you follow me like on Instagram, it looks like I'm going on a vacation every weekend, and I might be, but most of the time, those are paid for two months ago. You know, yeah. It, yeah. and and quite frankly, it, it's it's because you know my wife does real well, and we just decided early on. Not that I have anything against children. I just got done telling you how great I, your daughter seems. To, she she's always smiling in those pictures. Um, it's not every, everybody. We, you know, everybody we just chose. We just yeah. chose not to have children. If if we didn't have, if we had children, we wouldn't. This would be a, a child's room instead of a little podcast room. <laughs> it's Rosie Land Studios. That's what I've I've decided to call it. Up until about five <laughs> minutes before you got there, there was a hurricane shutter on that window because I'm a coward and I'm afraid of hurricanes. <laughs> well, I, I I also I'm 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 getting out of town. You know I I uh. I'm leaving, and I didn't want to just leave my house for a hurricane to smash into. Yeah, well, you don't know. I mean, I mean, it, I, actually, I would probably do the same thing. If, and, if I was leaving and I didn't know what was going to be happening, I would definitely and I got definitely him, close the house down. I got him, and a buddy of mine called up and said, "Hey, do you need help putting your shutters up?" And I said, "Yeah, I'll take." It. I hadn't planned on doing it right now, but I'll take it. And I didn't yeah, put yeah. the front ones on because I don't want my neighbor across the street to think I'm insane. Yeah. Uh, because he'll beat me up. He's a 85 year old man who will just kick my ass. Sure. Uh, we're gonna take a break. Lately, we've been playing music when I remember. <laughs> uh, if you'd like to have your music played on Scotch and Good Conversation, email me over at scotchandgoodconversation at gmail.com. If your band or your music doesn't suck, I will play it on air. This is, I just found this band a couple days ago on Spotify, and I dig them. This is a band called Virginity. Have you checked out our other podcast, Dinner and Good Conversation, episode 13, with Steezy from Steezy's Trap House is out now. Here's a sample. We haven't done this in a while, but indeed he hated this when I would get psyched to sleep. Let's get psyched to sleep! Yeah, yeah, who's psyched to sleep? That was a thing? This was, this was a <laughs> thing for a while? Getting, getting psyched yeah. to sleep was, I mean, I'm Hulk Hogan getting, yeah, yeah, let's get psyched. Oh, yeah. What you gonna do when sleepy time wants to come down you're on to you? Sleep, you're trying to sleep, you're psyched to sleep. <laughs> I, just, I just don't see how, if you're about to go to sleep, how you yeah, can have that much energy. It gives me anxiety like, thinking about it. He that's doesn't. the complete opposite of what you're supposed to be doing. You're, you're going, going to sleep. Really funny. He's bringing forth <laughs> everything, every last breathing 
reserve of energy is to annoy the fuck I, out of me. I, I'm telling you, getting psyched to sleep you know? on my level, it makes me sleep like a like a little baby. You know, as a as a fellow man, though, I can totally understand why he needs to annoy the fuck out of you. Stupid <laughs> things like that. You know, it's just it's, it's just funny. Though. It's tasks that we have to accomplish. Right oh. <laughs> Always remember it. Orlando Meats. Orlando's Butcher and Best Burger, and pretty much the best restaurant in Orlando, has a special deal just for you. Just you, the person I'm talking to, the person listening to Scotch and Good Conversation. Right now, go in, mention Scotch and Good Conversation, and take 10% off. 10% off breakfast, 10% off lunch, 10% off dinner, 10% off anything in the butcher shop, 10% off a craft beer, wine, anything in there. Take 10% off. If you've been before, now you have an excuse to go again. And if you haven't been before, what are you waiting for? 10% off the best food you'll ever put in your mouth. Orlando Meats. They are located at 728 Virginia Drive. Go in today. Men's and Scotch and Good Conversation. Take 10% off. This well, at least you're going to get a whole different conversation. I know. This part of the show is brought to you by Compass Box Whiskey. I'm looking at this fucking machine, and, and I, I'm like, I don't know if that's a recording. Uh, Compass Box Whiskey, beautiful whiskey. You should get some. And your button guy, he makes buttons. Get at him at your button guy on Facebook and on Instagram. Quest number five for you, John. And, and you can just blow through this really quickly. Uh, and it's my fault. Why haven't we evolved to poop better? <laughs> <laughs> I think we need to devolve. Okay. We don't, we don't need toilet well, Devo. We, yeah. We, yeah. De- yeah. Devo. Yeah. We, I don't think we need any kind of thing. I think we should just do the squat. Yeah. And, and like the Indonesians, they get a little bucket of water and they, they, you don't ever eat with your left hand because that's how you, uh, wash your, your hiney. You put, po- you pooped in like a hole someplace, right? Oh yeah, sure. Of course. When was the last time you pooped in a hole? It's probably been a couple of years. Yeah, good. That means you're staying in nicer places. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know, but when hey, when you're out in the fields in India or someplace else, and all they got is a little a squatter. Hey, you go to you go to Paris, you go to France. I know. You go to, uh, Italy, someplace yeah, you're, Italy. You're pooping you, in a you're, hole. You're pooping in a hole. Yeah. You're, you're, you're a squatter. I I've been to those places. I mean, I've traveled a little bit, but I've never uh, pooped. I don't poop comfortably in most places. I'm not a like a, I'm a I got vacation constipation. You probably don't get that at all. You I mean you travel you don't travel as much as you used to, but you used to be like in Bali for you know two or three times a year. Yeah, yeah. I mean I you know and I you get used to it. Yeah, I don't I don't think I ever would. I mean we we travel, but I, it it takes me a little while to to work up the I I think it's a, a fight or flight thing like I don't I don't get comfortable and I don't want predators to attack me while I'm pooping <laughs> you're vulnerable I think I am you're really at your most open when you know you know especially well, if you're you're pooping in a hole I mean that that's that's primal shit right there. well I mean you ever notice that when your dog's pooping yeah they look they, around they look, they look around they look back at you like is anyone going to try to stab me are you, when you, when you're pooping the hole, are you getting a more clean evacuation or like we were because I think either maybe yeah that's it's this question when you're pooping in a hole is it on yet it's still it's, it's on it, okay, <laughs> it's on this time <laughs> when you're pooping in a hole you're getting a better because you've had a chance to poop in a I, hole and, and poop in I actually it. think that you are your body's in a better literally a more natural position yeah to do that I mean I, I don't the squatty think, potty yeah. yeah 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 your your knees are supposed to be up higher. 
then you know, as soon as you sit like this, yeah, with your knees going that way. It's better if your knees are up up a little bit. That's how your body's supposed to flow. I'm, I'm fairly certain. See the stuff you learn. I know. Well, well, Didi, we we talked about getting a squatty potty, and I don't know if I can do that. Just because I, it, I'm not an animal. <laughs> what? Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. But but Didi will. If you go into the bathroom, they'll, they'll, there's like a little like a, a basket full of towels that we never use. They're just yeah, there. I saw those. We're just they looked they looked very nice. I know, right? I, I rolled those. Like it's very like a, nice. it's like a hotel over in there. Yeah. But I'll I'll see the the basket of towels over by the toilet, and she puts her feet up on it, and apparently she has a very clean evacuation of, yeah. of feces. It's important. Uh-huh. Question number five for you. See, we're blowing through these now that I hit record. Uh, if your house was under attack in the middle of the night, what would you grab to to ward off evil people, vampires and shit? I'd probably grab my dog yeah. and, and use it as a block between the <laughs> intruder. <laughs> You have to understand, my dog is a miniature poodle. So yeah, yeah, that's not going to help would, at all. It's going to bite you. It wouldn't help at all. It, it <laughs> would throw the dog uh, at the criminal. Yeah. I, I'd probably, if it was dark, I'd probably yell, Steve, don't shoot the intruder. Don't shoot him. You don't have a Steve or an. Exactly. Okay, good. But they don't know that's dark. Okay, good. I like it. I, yeah. I, um, um, I have a baseball bat in my closet. I do. It's the truth. I do. <laughs> I, I don't see any problem with that. Yeah. Uh, I'm well, all about home defense. Yeah. I, mean, I, I don't, I don't own a gun, but I'm all about defending yourself. See, if you're listening, I do own guns, many, many guns. There's yeah, a lot so of guns. Yeah, so do I, many. <laughs> and I, and I, ha- I really do. You can hear it at the end of the podcast. I have a very big German Shepherd who lives here, and I have an alarm. Yeah, we're you bl- do have a huge dog. We're yeah. blowing through things now. Um, what three things shouldn't be rushed? Like this podcast right now? <laughs> <laughs> well, what I what I was going to do is say third is playing is playing drums. The okay. drummer should not rush. The yeah, beat. yeah. Don't rush the beat unless it's a punk rock song. And you're supposed to rush the beat. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, don't rush sex. Uh, <laughs> don't. <laughs> What else I say? No, I don't remember. Like the, 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 there was uh, there was drumming, because you say sometimes you get out of the beat. It's that when you're making a fine cocktail. Yeah, yeah. take your time. I don't mix your drinks correctly. Add the proper herbs and whatever. Make it. Make your drink. What, what's your uh? What's your cocktail? I love a good gin and tonic. I love a good Manhattan. I can't get behind Manhattan's for some reason. See, that's a flaw. I know. I'm sorry. It's what do you mean? It's it's bourbon. No, I know. Sweet vermouth and some bitters. Yeah, I um. What's wrong with that? I, did you ever go to um uh, Cloak and Dapper when I was up on Ivanhoe? I yeah, I knew the place. Yeah. Did you um, get that? No, 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 no. That's my wife. Yeah, I, saw, uh, I, thought, I thought I turned that off. No, no, no. I, yeah. no actually, I bought a number of things. Um, uh, from um, blanking, Calvin. Calvin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and I do like Calvin a lot. Um, and I, I bought some great boots. I bought I bought a, a number of pieces. I like this place, and you could have a cocktail in there. Yeah, well, he did a a, a a bourbon night one night, and I just can't get behind bourbon. I don't know why I'm a sketch Did you guy. get really hammered? Oh, I got, because I, I know Calvin. Is that why? I know Calvin pretty well. No, it wasn't It wasn't a, I, I like, I have pepper, peppermint snops is my, I got hammered, I can't drink it so, anymore. So, uh, Rumpelmans. Do you not like Rumpelmans anymore? Uh, are you kidding me? Yeah, you do like Rumpelmans, right? But okay. I don't. I don't really drink it much anymore. Yeah. But I do still like it. There, it's the '80s, man. There, there was a time when we were unloading a truck at your store, and we we all went to Fiddler's Green, and we, trucks used to roll in. Like it's a monster truck full of like Balinese furniture. <laughs> so, no, was it the Balinese furniture? Or the Thai furniture was heavier. It was the Bali furniture, right? Bali. Yeah, the the, the Balinese furniture, like. The, just these monster pieces of furniture. So you unload a truck, uh, usually would roll in like 7.30 and there'd be a crew there and 
Uh, you unload it. It's a whole lot of work. And then by about 10, 30, 11, you're done. And used to take everybody out like to have lunch and shit. Fiddler's Green. And we went to Fiddler's Green and I was with Mike Dunn and uh, this other dude from local bands that, that I had hired for my, my part of it. And I was like, where the fuck is John? And you, you were, because it was before noon on like a Tuesday, you went to like two or three different places to get a bottle of Rumble Mints. Well, no, no, I walked in and they were out of it. Uh, out of and, Rumble Mints. And, and, and I said, I said, bullshit. <laughs> and, and, I, and, and I said, I looked at the, at the bartender manager. I said, I am going to go buy yeah, yeah. right now and bring it back. And you can charge me normal prices for it. I don't care. But, yeah. And they're like, okay. <laughs> So because I knew I was going to spend like four or five hundred bucks. Yeah, so. you, but you're still a rubber mints guy. That's it's nah, a, nah, no. Okay, nah, good. Nah, I I, I, mean, nah, I was going to have to have a talk for, with you. That's a diabetic game. Have, have you? Have you? Uh, you've scaled back. You you like? Cause, no, I I I drink I drink wine. Uh, okay, I mean, I'll, I'll have bourbon. Every okay, once in a while and I'll have some gin. Yeah, I I've scaled back. I, I play it up a little bit on the podcast. I hope he's not dying. I I I played it up. I played up on the podcast from time to time, but uh. I mean, you can't be older and be drinking on that level. No, can't do it. Were you showboating for us? No. No? <laughs> no. I was just, I was just kind of <laughs> living the way I was living. <laughs> yeah. Well, but uh, I mean, uh, you know, it, I mean, for me, when I had a kid, I mean, I, it, yeah, exactly. you know, as, she got, as she got a little bit older, I mean, I, I, I was more involved in her life. So I was like, I need to. I need to change. And, 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 and I, it was good. I was and that, That's why I was asking because I, I mean, I follow you on social media and having known you a little bit, like I, I think we've both settled down and I think we both went longer with that kind of nonsense than normal children our age do. Probably, probably. It, right. well, it's, it's unsustainable. Yeah. No, well, no. Well, well, we, we also have many, many examples of friends our age that have, have not in their uh, mess. Yeah, I have many examples of that, and it's so sad for me. Yeah, well, it's um, I don't know. It, I have a lot. Yeah, it, it, you, old friends that they haven't stopped that. Your second question to me. My second, or I thought it was my third. I don't know your third question. To me. Oh yeah, your third question to me. Well, <laughs> yeah, wait, 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 yeah, wait, wait. Have I asked you knowing your worshipful love of good beer? Who's your favorite brewmaster, and would you sleep with him? Or free beer for life. You actually did ask me that earlier when we didn't hit record, but I can I can answer it again. Uh, Brent from Red Light Red Light is uh, is my sponsor. Red Light Red Light over in the Audubon Park a Garden. Fine Dish. sponsor. I, he's he's uh, he, he pays me to to fuck up podcasts like this. <laughs> uh, but he really is a good brewer, and and here's why I love Brent. Brent makes the beer Brent wants to make, yeah. a, and he makes it really 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 well. You know, he's always just done what what like feels like art to him and it shows in his beers and they've got 300 other kinds of beers and there's 26 beers on tap, but it's getting to the point where of those 26 beers, most of them are red light, red light beers. And I'll tell him like, if, if, if there's a style I don't particularly like, like I was like, that's not my thing. Um, but uh, I've never had a beer. I didn't like there's styles. Like I don't like a Pilsner, but the one I've had is Pilsner. And so I'm like, that's a dynamite effing Pilsner and Garrett from sideways. Uh, the, the new brewery over in the milk district. He's been on the podcast. He was over at red Cypress before he did sideways. I mean, he can do no wrong also. And I mean, they, nice. they're there as far as up and coming local brewers, uh, as far as on a national, I mean, I'm not, I don't, I'm not drinking anybody on a nas, national level, but uh, there's a brewery out of, I think it's Texas called Jester King. 
and I I don't know the brewer, but I, I dig me some Jester King. They're doing farmhouse ales and farmhouse style stuff on on a level where they got barns on their their property where they'll just go and throw beer stuff in there and let it sit for a year or two and get all funky and interesting, like like a, a proper farmhouse ale sure. where they they were making you know uh, beer for the workers to to drink, you know, the uh, common beer. But it, it, uh, of the common beer, it was it was the most beautiful beer because it was something, you know, that that was made with these ingredients that you sure. were never taste anywhere else, and that that's Jester King. So I, I think I nailed that better the second time. If you haven't figured it, it was out, a bit more co- coherent. I know. Yes. If, if, if you haven't figured it out, I forgot to hit record. Um, <laughs> I'm Did you hit. want my third or no? Yeah, that was that your third? No, that was my second. Okay, hit me with your third. Third is in the last hundred years. Okay. What one era would you have liked to have lived through? Uh, example, the Roaring Twenties, the Thirties, the Fifties, the Swinging Sixties, and I, oh, I think the first time you asked me that, <laughs> I I will make reference to this. Um, I, I I think the Thirties. I think it would be interesting. That there's fashion. There's music. Interesting time in the history of the United States. Like I, I think. Uh, we were up and coming. Like we, we were still like had a little uh, strut in our stuff. And I, and I don't think, well, except for slavery, I don't think we had done a horrible, like a lot of horrible shit. Oh, also in the American Indians, we, we did some horrible shit to them. But for the most part, you know, we were, we were still young. You know, we, we were fairly fresh faced as far as the country goes. And we were, uh, we were on an upswing and we knew it. And fashion and booze. Everything revolves and around music. Yeah, and music. Everything revolves around fashion and booze for me, I think. Uh, I'm totally lost. I'll edit this to make it sound good. Um, oh, oh, and Paul Jones asked us uh, asked you to discuss our common baldness. Oh, yeah, you brought that up. Thanks. <laughs> fu- <laughs> Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. I, I was going to try to get by that. Uh, uh, fuck you, Paul, for, for having a full head of hair. All right, move on. Yeah, no. I, I'm okay with it. I just would rather have hair. If I had a choice, Fair enough. I, if I had a choice, if I could grow hair tomorrow with a pill that, that my dick still worked and I didn't, didn't have any really super adverse side effects, I would take it tomorrow. I wouldn't think twice about it. Yeah, sure. You know, um, that being said, I'm fairly confident in my baldness. I get a lot. I don't look 52. And it's only lately that I'm I'm getting better. Like we went to the beach this weekend, and I think I mentioned it earlier. If if I had hit record, I don't I don't know at this point. I've been kind of like exercising, so I'm okay with my shirt off for the first time in a while. Nice. Yeah, I know, right? It's it's a, it's a strange yeah. concept, you know. And I'm kind of and I know I don't look beautiful, but I I I don't look like a sack of shit <laughs> because I was heading towards sack of shit for a little while there. <laughs> what? 10 pounds of shit in a five pound bag. I guess that was, uh, with an inverted nipple. Yeah. Well, there's that. Yeah. I have an inverted nipple. I, you know, let, we used, let, let me see it. I, it's, it's up here. Oh my God. That's, yeah. Oh my God. You know, it's, it's, oh. actually, it's actually out like right now, it's but out it, now, but it, but it likes to go back in its little thing. Yeah. It, I used to have a girlfriend in high school and if we were in, and we were very innocent. Like we were, I was a virgin until I was 21. So, but we'd go parking and my shirt would come off and, uh, or if we were at the beach, especially at the beach, she would see my inverted nipple and she'd flick it 
because she was a hot, rotten human being. She's a great human being. I still talk to her on Facebook. So would it, would it, would it make the thing tease it to it, come yeah, out? It would come out. She'd flick it and she'd giggle. <laughs> so, uh, it's like a like a worm. Yeah. I, 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 she also, we, we'd be, again, there was just a lot of heavy Did petting. she do that to other things? N- yeah, yeah. No, because like I said, we were virgins. <laughs> um, but there was, there was a lot of heavy petting and a lot of just like parking. And it was just high school, adolescence. Everybody did it. Sure. But she would also, occasionally we'd be like necking. I don't know if the kids say that anymore. Um, making out. Do you know what the children say? What What do the children say when they're, they're... I hate to say it. I don't think they even... That's not even part of the thing. They're just... They go for, right for it. They love the butt. I heard they really enjoy butt sex. Like, yeah, I, butt I, sex and yeah. blowjobs are all over the place. Oh, God. That'd be great. <laughs> I want butt sex and blowjobs like crazy. But she would kiss where hair wasn't. <laughs> like on my forehead. She's like, I'm kissing your bald spot. And, you know, that, nothing takes away from... A teenage boner when a girl flicks her nipple and kisses your bald, bald spot. spot. Yeah. Somehow I stayed with her for a couple of years. Grilled cheese happy hour. I got your attention with that one, didn't I? Grilled cheese, craft beer, Friday nights at La Femme du Fromage in the East End Market. Because they are... Orlando's Cheese Shop. Every Friday night, they're giving you samples of grilled cheese sandwich and samples of delicious craft beer. And they could not be more amazing. Check them out every Friday night in the East End Market. And then follow them on social media so you can get updated on what's going on in their brand new location in North Quarter in Orlando. The East End Market is located in beautiful Audubon Park. It's 3201 Kareen Drive. When you go in to grab one of those grilled cheese sandwiches and a beer, tell them you heard about them on Scotch and Good Conversation. Since 2005, Red Light Red Light has been living, serving, and brewing craft beer for thirsty craft beer lovers here in Orlando. They love craft beer and they know you love craft beer. They have 24 tap handles, they have over 300 bottles and cans, and they brew delicious, award-winning craft beer right there at their location. They are the reason I love craft beer and I think you should check them out too. 28810 Kareen Drive in the beautiful Audubon Park Garden District. Check them out. Red Light, Red Light's been doing it for years and they continue to do it for years because they love craft beer as much as you do. Let them know you heard about them on Scotch and Good Conversation. Class system, did we do that? Yep. We haven't. Yes, we did. we did. Question number eight for you Who do you know that I don't know should come on the podcast? Last one. God. I know, because you know everybody. There's a ton of people that, I know. that should be on your podcast. I know, and I, I would probably get it right for them. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we, we, we already discussed Jim Faraday. We already yeah. discussed Jim Leatherman. Yeah, yeah. And, and, of course, Will would be uh, would be uh, key. How about Michael McCraney? Oh, Mike McCraney from Brawl Closet? Well, also the owner of The Social and all those bars. Yeah, down. yeah. McCraney I mean, used now, to come in Kinko's. I no, know Mike McCraney. He's very knowledgeable yeah. about the music scene here in town. I mean, he know, I mean, he he's it's the same as Faraday. I mean, not the same, but I'm being close. I um I he's saw, a great one. Also uh, uh John Gardner. 
Who's John Gardner? Right? He owns the uh, uh, Independent Bar, Ibar. Oh, that'd be interesting. He's been around. He's owned that since it was the Beach Club in the late '80s. Yep, I, I, and he knows everything. Everybody. Yeah, yeah. If if you uh, would mention that, I would try to do a proper podcast with them. <laughs> uh, I'd be happy to do. It. Yeah, I, I'll say. Make sure you remind Peter to actually turn on hit, hit record, record. Hit record. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. But those guys are. Yeah, those. Yeah, I'd be happy to do that. Sure. Re- remind the kids where we can find all your bars and your furniture stores. So that's um, the important part. We're getting that part uh, yeah. uh, on on uh, digital well, the, recording. The Winter Park location, uh, which is run by um, our buddy Mike Bass, um, who's a legendary bartender in town and, and uh, a family member now. And uh, that location in Winter Park is at 170 East Morse Boulevard, which is just right off Park Avenue in downtown Winter Park. Um, the Imperial in Sanford and the Sullivan Irish Bar are at the same location right on 1st Street, uh, 116 and 118 East 1st Street. And Mike Smith, uh, our old buddy, uh, is our GM and runs all those bars. And then we have um, the the Imperial in Orlando, which Jenna Pierce is uh, our longtime bar manager there, and that's at eighteen hundred North Orange Avenue. And oh, you you have uh, Eugene Snowden there all the time. Yeah, he's playing this Saturday. I, I love Eugene. Eugene, I love Eugene. Eugene came on the podcast. I've never been so nervous in my entire life. I, dude, it was stream of conscious. I'm yeah. sure it was just, uh, I'm sure, did you even say anything? Did you well, just the, talk the whole time? The funny part was, in he's true, great. I love in, him. In true, in true scotch and good conversation style. Uh, he was drinking scotch. No, no. He he was actually totally professional. I, I had him down for an entirely different day. He knocked on the door and I, I literally went, what are you doing here? And he said, I'm supposed to be here. <laughs> and I went, give me a second. And I looked at my, I was like, oh yeah, you are supposed to be here. I said, can you give me like five minutes to try to like put away the sex yeah, toys and underwear together. laying around? Yeah, and yeah. and uh, if you didn't know, uh, you wouldn't know. He he was totally professional and I was on my B game that day. So it, like it, it didn't show too terribly much. Well, well, you got I, great bands in there. Yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah. You. I mean, what, what you don't realize about Eugene, I mean, he's been around for a long time, but in, you know, you, you always think of him as his amazing performances, but he's incredibly intelligent and, and he, his knowledge of music and history of music is just vast. Yeah. So you could talk to him and he'll, he'll tell you about African connections. He's yep. had his Umojo, yep. uh, and, and also, I mean, I mean, he's, he's one of the most interesting guys in the city. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it, it, it was an honor to have him in. John, thank you very much. Do you have fun? I had a blast. It's good. good to hang out. Good. I love you. Love there, you too. There will be links in the show notes to all these things. And, and check out John's places. They, they really are a special part of this town. She, she knows it's ending. You got to chill, kid. Um, check out the places. There'll be links in the show notes. The haunting theme of Scotch and Good Conversation was written by my talented buddy, CJ Mask. Check out our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Scotch and Good Conversation. If you love John and you love his bars and his furniture store, do me, do me a favor. Hit the share button on Facebook and all that garbage because this way more people know. <laughs> um, you guys, uh, take care of each other. All right. Love each other. Hug each other. Have fun. Peace. Bye-bye.
PFT Media.